Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Really a pleasure to be with you. And uh, we ask you to please share our work on all digital platforms that will accept this format. And we do appreciate your help. Well, the cat is out of the bag. People know by now, yours truly has been canceled on YouTube. Now, it's interesting. They seem to have a hard time getting their story straight. First, they they told me three words on an email. uh, Terminated channel because of dangerous conspiracy theories. But... When people are going to the videos that were published in various places, they're defaming me. And they're saying, I bullied and harassed people. Uh, Public criticism of public officials and their policies is not bullying or harassing. But I have to guess at what they mean because they never tell you why they do what they do to you. They just use generalized terms, no reference to specific videos, Um, absolutely no accountability on their part for their actions, and I think they're violating Section 230. But regardless, that's in the past, that's history, it's time to move on, and you're saying, well, Dave, I really enjoyed your videos in addition to your broadcasts. Okay, well, if you want videos, you have to go to Dave Hodges at the Common Sense Show TV. We're doing some things on Rubble, but we're having trouble with the uh, format. Hopefully we can work that out. Uh, it's taking forever and a day to upload anything. And uh, as we get that solved, then we'll start putting more stuff up there. But the flagship for videos is going to be the Common Sense Show TV. Uh, really good content. We bring in expert guests to help us talk about what's what. And we think we're going to move our uh, Hiding in Plain Sight series that we started. We got seven episodes into it before we were terminated. And we're going to put those up on the TV as well. And I think that you're going to say, well, okay, well, that's, that's pretty good. It's, uh, at least we get to follow this new show. What the show is about, it's not just straight geopolitics. It's what's hiding in plain sight, like the Kennedy assassination, which YouTube doesn't like you to talk about. But they say, oh, Lee Oswald did it. Really? Well, that's not what Congress said in 1977 when they ordered the Justice Department to reopen the investigation because their conclusion was there were multiple shooters. But I don't want to confuse history with the facts, or at least uh, YouTube's version of history. So I would tell you it's a good series. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, we are brought to you by the best storable food company in the world. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, if you don't see what Bill Gates is doing, if you're not paying attention, you might want to start. He's buying up as much farmland as possible. He's number one farm owner in America, and it's not even close. And number two is Red China. Yeah, Communist China, the Chicoms, being allowed to buy up American farmland. That's not treason. I don't know what is. Oh, wait a minute. Why is it treason? Well, let's see. How many times do they threaten to nuke us? They'll overtake us. They want us for our resources, but they don't want us here, so they threaten to commit genocide. Those are their words, not mine. Wee Fang, former defense minister. Uh, It's a really nice organization they have in Red China that so many of our leaders choose to support. Virtually the entire government of Arizona is beholding to communist China. I mean, state, local, county. Uh, especially Maricopa County. 
and <laughs> we've got Congress. You, you've got so many creeps in Congress um, that are loyal to communist China. Oh, the head of the Senate for the GOP, Mr. Turtle himself. Yeah, um, Mitch McConnell. He is uh, um, making, oh, about $25 million a year because his in-laws run the six major ports in communist China. Well, isn't that nice to know we have those kind of leaders that take our security and the safety of our citizens and our military so seriously? Well, they don't. They don't. And with all these things in mind, isn't it time that you became your own food bank? Do you really want to trust anybody else? I hope you don't want to trust anybody else. Nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, we have a great deal for you. $200 off the three-month emergency special. It's not going to get any better than this. Restaurant-quality food. It's really good. Lots of diversity. And you won't get sick of eating the same thing. And you're going to come a day if you don't take advantage right now of getting stocked up while you still can, that uh, they're going to use food to manipulate you. So please don't let that happen to yourself. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Well, it's no secret that yours truly believes that Lahaina was taken down by directed energy weapons. The evidence is overwhelming. Well, Paradise Valley, Paradise Fire in California, also same deal, directed energy weapons. How do we know? Well, we see little anomalies like trees burning from the inside out. You go, you got to be kidding me. No, I wish I was kidding you. I'm not kidding you. Well, we have a guest coming up in the guest segment, Celeste Solemn. You go, oh, Celeste, yes. Usually she appears on our TV show, the Common Sense Show.tv, but uh, she's making a radio appearance on rare occasion because uh, I said, hey, let's get this out far and wide here and introduce people to the idea that you're on our TV show. They're going to hear you and say, I got to be there. Okay, seriously, if you want to follow Celeste, she comes on. Oh, she's a monthly guest. Sometimes she's a weekly guest, but she's on a lot because she's got a lot of good things to say. And guess what she's going to tell you? She's going to tell you about the new generation of directed energy weapons. And she's specifically going to mention Paradise, California and Lahaina. Surprise, surprise. Of course, when you see trees burn from the inside out, you see cars melted, as Eric West showed Wire Realty on his videos. Well, it's not hard to figure out what's going on. So you're going to really want to learn about this uh, new brand of directed energy weapons. And they want you out of your home. They're going to get you out of your home. More on that after this break. And we'll see you back here with Celeste. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. So glad you're with us. And um, we are going to turn our TV show and our podcast into much bigger efforts now that YouTube saw fit to cancel me without any reason, notification, or I didn't even have a strike. But um, we're we're really going to expand. And what better way to start the new era with one of our most popular guests with Celeste? And uh, it's been a little while since we've had Celeste on. She's been doing her thing. I've been doing my thing. And finally, we'll be able to hook up. But we're going to talk a lot about a special type of weaponry in this segment. And I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it answers questions about Lahaina, what's coming in the Middle East, and the nature of warfare is about ready to change as we understand it. Celeste, great to see you. So glad you could join us. And let's jump right in because I know our time is short. Yeah, it's great to be back. And I have been researching Apple Storm, so we could go on for hours, but we will spare the audience that today. Yeah. And we'll just give everybody a taste of what's coming. So okay. basically, we all heard about Havana syndrome and it was mm-hmm. very cloaked in mystery and nobody knew much about it. And then a couple of years ago, I broke that story. That pretty much was acoustic or sound wave. Yes, it was in the EMF spectrum, but it was more sound waves than optical. Now, the name of the game and the name of warfare, and it shouldn't surprise any of us, is 
optical direct energy weapons using lasers in in weaponry and we've suspected for some time if you watched the paradise fire if you watched the lahaina fire um and other things just didn't add up so in my research i'll just spill a few of the beans um so i'm doing this you know going down the rabbit hole with the optical weaponry and Oh, well, first let's, let's give a refresher for everybody. So pretty much they're using chemical lasers and they're also using infrared. Although it can bounce in, they can mix and match. Infrared spectrum is kind of near the visible light. As a matter of fact, many of the people being hit by laser beams, including myself earlier this spring, I could see the laser beam and that second direct energy weapon hit that I got when I was on air, I all, I saw them painting my lungs. Now I have come to learn that that was actually a microwave uh, laser beam that had some other things mixed with it. And it caused serious biological problems for me for a while. And then of course, with the fires, uh, well, let's, we're jumping the gun here. So we're talking about optical weaponry now. Um, we have seen a lot of our military assets going over to the Middle East. The Middle East, as you know, Dave, has always been a test bed for the new exotic weaponry that's coming out on the scene. And then sometimes using some weaponry that the public didn't know anything about, but they're dusting it off now and it's time to go public with it. As well as getting rid of the old weaponry, such as tanks and missiles, we don't need that type of weaponry anymore because they have weaponry with this laser and direct energy weapon at the speed of light. Anything can happen. They can get rid of things. They can change the molecular structure of things. We've talked about that with the transhumanism um, program, how they can break cadres of soldiers down to their atoms and molecules. And then um, just like in Star Trek, you know, materialize them in your bedroom or whatever. So now, but it's time to drill down on the optical and just how bad is this laser thing. So I'm going down and, you know, I'm, I'm in the weeds. I'm down the rabbit hole and I see that. Okay. So these are space based weapons. Uh, they can either be on the International Space Station, and yes, it does have in the, the weaponry up there. It can be a satellite. It could be a very low-orbiting satellite. It could actually be on an aircraft that's in upper space regions. And then, um, but they have to have, the, when they use this laser, they need kind of like a receiving station on the Earth. And the first two receiving stations, whoops, uh, hold on, my earpiece decided to fall out. Um, well, hopefully it's going to go back in there. Maybe, maybe not. Hold on. Okay. Hold that thought. That was this a critical, is, this is at a critical juncture too. I, I want to hear where this is going to go with the receiving station. Right. So the first two that I found were um, connected with the very low orbiting satellites in the International Space Station. And they just happened to be on Maui and in California. That's oh, right. imagine that. That's right. Imagine that. Then I found this whole other program um, that is located in New Mexico. So that's kind of close to you, Dave. So if you start seeing fires, um, I do believe that these were beta testing and what were they beta testing? They had the lasers, but I think what they were trying to beta test is the scalability. How precise can they drill down? Can they get a little rock on your driveway? Or can they get a whole neighborhood? That type of thing. And then I think with the blue roofs, what we were seeing is don't forget when you're dealing with optical weaponry, direct energy weapons do, um, that blue absorbs light differently than the other houses would have. Sure. sure. So I think that that's what we're seeing is that they're pl- before they're going uh, prime time with it, if you will, 
they are beta testing this out. And that's why we're seeing these different fires in different situations. Yeah, I have a question along those lines with regard to Lahaina, which I looked at extensively. What we saw was melted automobiles, literally melted in some parts, over 3,000 degrees it would take. But the surrounding vegetation was left alone. And when there was damage to a tree, it burned from the inside out. And Eric West of Hawaii Realty showed that in detail with great videos he did. Uh, Is that symptomatic of the type of weaponry and the effects that you're familiar with? Absolutely. And it's kind of interesting because I, in 2019 in the fall, I went to Maui and the people that flew me over wanted to take me to Lahaina. So we went to Lahaina for a day, you know, to get the lay of the land. And then we looked at people's, the rich people's houses. (laughs) And then we got on the highway and all of a sudden the traffic stopped and, and we stood there or we sat there for hours. Fortunately, we were in the Maui version of a 7-Eleven and where the. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. There was a bathroom and some snacks there because what happened is there was a fire that I believe was the precursor with this receiver station over at the windmill farm. They they said it was as a result of the windmill farm. We sat in... We sat in line for, um, till I don't know, it was like two o'clock in the morning. And then we, they let a hundred cars through and we were one of those cars. I tell you, Dave, it was like Dante's Inferno. 
I am shocked having worked with FEMA that they would even allow us through because there were over a hundred foot flames on either side of us. It was like Dante's Inferno. Uh, we saw trees just, uh, it, it just inflame everything. When, when was this, Celeste? This was fall of uh, 2019. Do you think it was a beta test for what happened? Yes, I believe that they were playing with their optical um, lasers and they just got it wrong. And then they ended up, so we went back the next day and actually somewhere in my, um, all my pictures from Hawaii or Maui, I have pictures of what it looked like and it was scorched earth. There was absolutely nothing left. The earth was black and it looked just like the moon. It was so eerie. Uh, to be in that situation. And I do believe they were, and I'm going, I have been doing, well, I'm going to be doing a webinar on it. And I actually have the direct energy weapon timeline, the various projects that are directing optical lasers at you, your loved ones, your neighborhoods, that type of thing. And, and very clear, they make no bones about it. And most of their programs are named after whether it's NASA or whether it's um, DARPA. They're naming it after gods and goddesses, very particular ones that have to do with the end times. And what is the end goal? Why would they be doing this? The prince of the power of the air is starting to mobilize his army to come against God. I mean, we can see that. Team Satan, right? Team Satan or Lucifer, whatever you want to say. And he is the prince uh, given the power by the dragon. And yes, the dragon, NASA has uh, a program called Dragon. And so we have to look at these programs from the biblical standpoint, the mythological. And so I am going to be, I am in the process of drilling down if I could ever get to the bottom, I'm hopeful that, you know, I'll get to the bottom of it. Uh, but there's sure enough information out there to make even the, you know, remember when I did my direct energy weapon webinar, mm-hmm. we talked about that the operational go was to hit every man, woman and child on planet Earth. And people kind of, uh, I don't know that they believed it. If you don't believe it after seeing this. Uh, nothing's going to convince you because okay. they've got it from aircraft. They've got it from drones. They've got it from Jeeps. They've got like a mini, yeah. a mini laser that they can carry. Like it's smaller than a briefcase. Like, I don't know, like a purse size, a purse size laser optical to hit you. Um, so it, and I will be revealing some breaking news that will absolutely floor you with the UN plan of how they're going to get us out of our houses. It will shock you. And it has to do with the optical direct energy weapons. Well, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious they're going to burn us out. Well, they're, they're doing a number of things. I mean, to leave this topic just for a second, uh, they, they estimate now 20 to 30 million senior citizen homes could go on the market the next year because of inflation and, and how it's affecting retirement accounts like 401ks. And that's one thing. The other thing is, is 82% of the country tapped in to their savings in the last year to pay for essentials like food and rent and mortgage. And so when you look at that, it's going to force people to make decisions on an economic scale. And, and on a tax scale, they're going to have property taxes higher in rural and suburban areas. I know that's coming. They experimented with that 10 years ago in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And so, and now you're saying, that they're going to bring this into play so the more stubborn, resourceful, well-prepared people will be burned out of their homes like Paradise and Lahaina? Is that where you think this is going? It's actually even more insidious than that. Imagine, if you will, the wood, every bit of wood in your house literally rotting and decaying out from under you. And so there you sit. So whether they actually beam you out with a high-energy beam or whether they just start slowly decomposing your house, um, that that project is already underway. What what do they do with, how do they cause the degradation of the wood? 
that's through the laser weapons. And so what that does okay. is it interacts with the ho- uh, oxygen hydrogen bonds and, you know, the surfaces of things with your wood and the old wood. Now get this. The old wood is susceptible to it, but the new synthetic biology plus the glue and the polymers is not. So if you are a good agenda person and you're compliant and you have all the yucky new stuff that isn't worth garbage, uh, that will not decay. But if you have old wood, do not be surprised in the next day or, or as the days go on that the wood is literally rotting around you. Wow, that's amazing. And it makes sense based on other things I know. That really makes sense. Um, why jumping outside this paradigm just for a second and look at causality and motivation? Why do you think they're so intent on forcing people to live in stack and pack communities? Well, it, it's, it's the Nazi template that they used in World War II, you know, put them in the ghettos. And then they're easy to de- depopulate in one big swap, you know. I mean, it's you know, it's just knowing warfare to put people in concentrated areas, get rid of the people they want. I uh, was on John Moore's show recently. Uh, to spare. Okay. Well, I was on John Moore's show recently, and um, I talked about today, if you build a structure uh doesn't matter what it is. It has to be ADA compliant for handicapped assistance with elderly and so forth. And I mean, you have to jump through a lot of expensive hoops. And if you don't, the penalties are severe. Yet when I look at Agenda 2030, the smart cities concepts, there's no provision in there for the elderly or the handicapped. None, none, not a word. And yet they have all this other detail. They And Bill Gates, I think he sets the tone here. We're spending way too much money on the last few years of life. I think they're telling us right here they're going to depopulate the elderly. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no there's no doubt about it. I I agree 100%. That in all the documentation, I'm going to be doing aging in place as uh, a situation report on Wednesday and um, okay. I'm going to be talking about how they're going to get the elderly out of the homes. And then they said, well, you can, if you can afford it, you could go to an assisted living or you have to live with your kids or something. But to keep your home when you're older, you don't really need it. It's, um, you are robbing the young people of the ability to have a home. And it's time for you to step up to the plate and, and get out of your home. And then many people can't afford the, like, to go into one of those assisted nursing facilities, ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month. Um, most people can't afford that. So what they'll offer you is a humane, compassionate um, exit from the planet, and mm-hmm, you'll be mm-hmm. doing the planet a, a service. And you know, we'll just like in a Soylent Green, we'll show you your favorite movie, give you uh, you know your euthanization. Um, chemical and out you go watching your favorite movie well it's and then, interesting. You'll, then you'll be recycled then you will be recycled yeah euthanasia uh, uh, alex shattuck i had him on my show and he's all over the place with this he's a canadian and canada's filled with euthanasia and the reasons they want to do it mental illness depression adhd i'm serious adhd and now this is making its way into oregon and washington um, and so what you're saying, absolutely correct. And I do think they're going to give an exit back to the smart cities concept for a second. They say, well, you could walk to everything in 15 minutes. Well, not if you're on a walker and you're elderly or if you have severe rheumatoid arthritis, you're not going to do that. So I'm thinking, what are you doing for these people? Nothing. And that's no. that's the scary part, I think, for a lot of people. But they're they're doing a number of strategies to get us into groups. But you had mentioned something about assisted living. On the same show, when I was on John Moore's show, a lady called in from Arizona, and they forced everyone in the facility to get a vaccine during COVID. And there were 45 elderly people in her setting. And she said 42 of them are now dead. 
And she said, now, I know we're elderly, but she said, but to die in this quick a period of time, she said it was a kill shot. So, you know, when they first started that, don't you? When they codified it is after Hurricane Katrina. So before Hurricane Katrina ever hit land, there were about 20 objectives that the government wanted to um, secure. And, and they went into a nursing facility and these people had families and everything and they euthanized every single patient. There was no public outcry. And so that then became the law of the land that in a environmental crisis, you can euthanize um, for things to like to save the planet or uh, because of resources or because a storm is coming, the asteroids are coming. So we got to euthanize you, you know, that type of mentality. So that was codified after Hurricane Katrina. And it's not just uh, that farm uh, form of uh, euthanasia with the elderly. Um, I know a couple of prison guards. One was in San Quentin, and I'm not going to get real specific for obvious reasons, but she came on my show anonymously back in 2009. And this person told me that they were told when things begin to fragment and they want to move people into the inner cities, they will execute who's in the prisons while they're in their prison cells. Yes. And this was policy. This was, this was unspoken policy. Either that or in some cases, because what you've got in these UN enclave cities, the ghettos, I call them, is, okay, so people bought into really nice golf communities, and then there was some really nice condominiums that ringed around that. Now they're putting, like the villages down in Florida, now they've got multi-level, low-income housing surrounding it. So they could actually put those inmates also to use because this has also been on the books in a Mad Max situation. So they put them in into these ringed cities and then just let them kill, rob, whatever, and, until everybody's dead. Wow. I hadn't been told that. I'm not surprised. I know prison populations are being weaponized in immigration against the United States now. Um, but that's, I, I hadn't heard that. That's really interesting. Is, is this out of FEMA? Is this a continuity of I'm, government kind of uh, aspect? Well, it comes from the UN. And of course, then it goes okay. to the federal government. And of course, FEMA is in on it. But these, like right now, so I spoke a year ago at Pastor Begley's um, place uh, in his studio. And they were actually, and it was in the villages. And I actually saw them building these cheap, uh, low income houses. And I go, Oh my God. I, it was, I had heard about it for decades, but I had never seen one. And that was what is going to happen. And so I've been busy spreading the word on that ever since. If you think you're in one of these safe, even if it's not a housing, a very nice, well to do upscale housing, if you start seeing very nice, condos coming in and then ringed with some low income, usually four or five levels. And it butted up right against Pastor Begley's place. And I went, oh my gosh, mm. he's got all this nice equipment. I, you know, I don't want to see him, you know, he's going to have trouble because it literally was like two feet away. Because they're high density, they're high density slums. I'm uh, Yeah, Paul Begley's having another conference tomorrow. And I'm on that. Uh, we're doing a remote video because I couldn't travel at that time. But, um, yeah, it's wow. I'm going to have to ask him about that because I, I think he and Heidi and I are talking today. His wife, Heidi, we're speaking sometime today. And it's going to be really interesting uh, when I ask about that. Uh, I can't wait to hear that. Sounds like I need to have the Begley's on my show, too, because this these are appearing everywhere. Yes. These planned communities that are basically concentric zones with the more affluent living on the outer rings and the more degradating uh, existences and industry in the inner zones. Well, Um, it can be both. It can be where they concentrate people that the the undesirables in a location and then ring them in. But it can also be these golf communities or upscale communities, and then they start ringing them from the outside and then bring prisoners, illegal aliens, that type of thing. Um, I just took a trip this summer that I got back. It was about six, 
no, it wasn't very long. I think it was only two or three weeks. Um, and I started to notice, and you maybe have heard about them. I had never heard about them. So I started to see the further east I got these white semis. They had no markings except black numbers on the back. I've heard they this. had no, <clears throat> they had no hazmat, um, stickers, nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was mentioning to my admin about this and what ended up happening. She patched me into a trucker she knew and she said, Oh, those are known as the Reapers and they're, it's human trafficking and three quarters of the semis on the road. You think they're taking goods to Costco or wherever you do your shopping? No, they are filled with illegal aliens. They could be t- foreign troops. Um, but, and they're known as reapers. They're both. Yeah. They're both. I know that for yes. a fact. Yeah. They're both. In fact, you see a lot of them in the San Diego area where the Chinese are crossing in mass. And I mean in mass. I get this from Border Patrol. And they have stopped some of these trucks and they've been admonished for doing it. They'll stop them, say, we're searching for drugs. You can't. We're on a mission and you have no word. And they've interdicted a few times. And these border patrol that I know have gotten their butts reamed over this. And you're right. They find hordes of Chinese men or they find people that are transporting children for you know what. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is this is the plan takedown. Is this just for the West? I know in Europe this is going on. Uh, is this just for the West? No, it's this is global. I mean, they're using the whole world at this point, and we're basically the whole world is in a Hunger Games situation. They're pitting us one against the other. You know, it's so many layers. Remember when I did the World Economic Forum and I showed yes. everybody the spike protein that was 200 layers deep? We are so deep into this now that the average person doesn't have time to go down these rabbit holes and we have to learn to work together to expose these things. So if you see some, we'll take a page out of the DHS playbook. If you see something, say something, because it's going to take all of us to get the intelligence that we need to survive these days and times. Of course, we've got the one above that is always watching us and has our back. But we do need intelligence of one form or another to to make sure that we don't get any in any pits or snares. Yeah, I want to read something to you and get your response. Because um, you said, and we have the one above, meaning our Savior. Mm-hmm. Um, wickedness in the world, Genesis 6. And let me read to you a couple of verses here from this. When human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw the daughters of humans were beautiful, and they married uh, any of them they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit will not contend with humans forever, but they are mortal. Their days will be 120 years. Now, to the point, the Nephilim, and we're, we're talking about when God cast out Satan and his fallen angels, but the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and mm-hmm. also afterwards. In other words, there's a reference here now right after this to, the, to Noah and the flood. Uh, here is my hypothesis. The more... I first came up with this as a thought, but the more that I've looked at scripture and I look at world events, I'm of the opinion that that DNA survived the flood because it says, and afterwards, right in the Bible. And I think it's really clear. And here's what I'm wondering, Celeste, the power brokers that are trying to run this planet, how can they do such horrendous things, cut off kids' genitals, all the stuff they're doing? It's because they're not of human DNA. They're the descendants of these fallen angels. That's my hypothesis. Based on that scripture, do you have an opinion on that? So in Jewish uh, belief, it they could have been experimenting with DNA back in Genesis 6. Sure. And so there are some people that think, how could you fit that many animals on Noah's um, on Noah's ark? So that maybe what was taken was, yes, some representative animals, but the DNA material. And what are they busy doing now collecting from, I just saw that they were collecting from some specific tribes in Africa, their DNA uh, to put in these DNA banks. 
And why would they be doing that? Because they're going to wipe it out. Um, so I think that this was known. I, I think another thing that ties in um, that I want to bring to everybody's attention. So it, it says, you know, when the spirit hovered over the waters and, and the waters were violent at that time, the word violent or like turbulent is the word Hamas. And exactly, so exactly. We my see pastor, that early my on. pastor spoke about this, exactly what you're saying here. Right. Yep. Yep. Yes. Wow. And the, and the waters are also a metaphor for the people of the earth. That's right. Um, yep. So we see that over again, oh, no, over again in scripture. Pastor Mark Driscoll, Trinity Church in Scottsdale, Arizona. You can find this online, folks. Mark Driscoll, Trinity Church. He talks about the meaning of the word Hamas. And he went right down the same path you just did. You mentioned something else, too. They might have been fooling with DNA in that day. You are correct. And let me tell you how I know you're correct on this. I have a dear friend. In fact, he's coming on the show next week, Vance Davis, formerly of the NSA. And um, Vance, in his NSA training, was told before he was set out on his mission um, that the bad guys and the good guys fought in the cosmos, and they were this generic about it in their terms, instead of saying God versus Satan. The bad guys lost, and they were cast to earth. They were mad, so they wanted to fool with the prized possessions on the earth, meaning us, when God were created in God's image. So they tried to capture the soul, and they wanted to destroy the soul. They were blunted in that effort, so then they decided then to go to work on what we would call today transhumanism, which you're talking about DNA manipulation. And we know the vaccines manipulate DNA. But what's mm-hmm. interesting is Vance postulated this after he left the service. He postulated this in a book he wrote in 1988, long before the term transhumanism. And he is right on the money with this. So when you say that they were doing genetic manipulations back in that day i think you're absolutely correct based on what vance knows well if you even you know go to the megalithic structures the um atlantis and so my and i know i've mentioned this on your show before uh, some archaeologists came to our house this was the late 50s early 60s and they were telling us how they were bringing advanced technology out of these ruins. And I think we were scooted out of the room when it got classified. So I, cause I don't remember the end of the story, but I was just riveted like computers, batteries, lights, all these different things out of ancient, ancient civilizations that should not have had that technology. So if they were that advanced, they could be playing with the genetics um, even the Egyptians played somewhat with the genetics. I mean, where do you think the mythology, the half human, half horse, you know, all these different ones in mythology, um, where did they come from? You know, I, they, somebody didn't just dream them up. They had that technology. There were stories, maybe not exact and precise. Um, but I think that they were telling us the story about genetic manipulation. Well, I can verify some of what you're saying here as well, because um, I first heard this from Richard Hoagland when he was on Art Bell's show. Mm-hmm. And he said that when the advancing American troops entered Baghdad, their their first objective was not the palace, was not the legislative building. Yes. It wasn't yes. a military base. Yes. They went to a secured museum of classified artifacts classified by the Iraqi government, and they found computers as we would call them computers. I was able to verify that with a couple of people who were involved in that and operation. They, and they also wanted the DNA of Nimrod because what they are wanting to do is bring back extinct pharaohs, <clears throat> import people that they consider important. And Nimrod was a hunter. He built the Tower of Babel. Um, so, oh, that's why you'd want him in the end days. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, it, isn't it interesting how it all comes back to the scriptures? Yes. It, it, ultimately, when we talk about this, we end up back in Genesis, <laughs> and then sometimes Matthew, and then Revelation. But but definitely, wow, this is 
This is an amazing co- uh, coincidence of these facts. Um, the Bible says there'd be no flesh left alive if Jesus didn't return for the second coming. Um, is this the beginning of this process, the extermination yes. of all humanity? Yes, this, there has never been a time in history that um, all flesh could be destroyed except for the sake of the elect. There will be a remnant saved um, or there would be no flesh left alive. We are living in those days right now. This operation is underway. And, you know, it's, it's, it's terrifying, but we are also taking our first steps into eternity. So be encouraged. Uh, walk with confidence. You have the creator of all creation, super powerful control of everything on your side. You want to be on his, is on his side at the end. And to do that, you need to repent. When you've done something wrong, you need to live according to the word of God, not your cherry picked version, but the way he, he has put what pleases him and does not please him in his word. And we have to go by his book, not our, you know, <laughs> cherry picked version, which I mean, we all have a tendency to do, but we have to be very disciplined because we really don't know, like, when my husband David was killed, he did not wake up that day saying, oh, today I'm going to go be with the Lord. He didn't wake up. We he, we said, I love you to each other. And then we kissed. And then he said, I'll see you tonight for dinner. And I never did see him. I will see him again yes. one day. But none of us knows. So we need to keep uh, that list of offenses and sin. Oh, we froze up on me. So there you um, go. Short and repented up. It was interesting how we had that little glitch right there. Uh, you got frozen for a second. Um, the uh, I think it's important I put this in here, the discussion, but I won't get too far into it. Uh, Vance and six colleagues, including who will become his future wife, they were tasked with NATO. And this is why they told him this creation story, um, a Genesis story. They were tasked with using occultic devices like Ouija boards to try to summon technology from the other side. This is what the Nazis did. We know that. So they were trying to imitate that process. Interestingly enough, the duty assignment was in Germany. And Vance and his six colleagues says, hell no, we're not doing this. And they were forced and they deserted. They were all eventually caught in the United States. And they were put in prison in solitary confinement in separate facilities. And Vance is told me, he says, Dave, I thought this was the end for me, but I wasn't going to sacrifice my soul. And so they said no. Well, they were afraid of a trial. And this was during the H.W. Bush administration. Mm-hmm. And they decided we, we just can't summarily kill them because they're too well known for deserting. So we can't cover it up. And we can't have a trial because they can't tell the public that they refuse to do occultic experiments. So they let him go. And that's that's the story of my friend. But he's got a lot more to tell. But it fits so well into what you're saying here and back to, back to the Bible. Uh, when you look at this, do you have any sense of a time frame? I know we don't have exact dates. And the Bible says, you shall not know when the Lord returns. And I know all that. But do you get a sense about how close this is? So the Bible does say we don't know the day or the hour, but we can know the season. No, and, good point. Good point. you know, we do know the season. We can see it. Uh, the, the, just the direct energy, prince of the power of the air, weaponry, that really began in earnest. Well, it was after World War II, it was sliding in, but it really became, went hypersonic, if you will, in 2013. Mm-hmm. 2016 was very pivotal. And remember, you know, according to the military, they want all of the original design creation eradicated before 2025. And by original have- design, do you mean our DNA? Yes. And that goes for not only humans, but all animals and all plants everything they want synthetic by 2025. So really, 
Um, and the only way to protect yourself is through prayer. Prayer um, to Jesus Christ is imperative for you to survive this. I think that's who the remnant will be. I don't think you can, because what we're going, there are so many arrays aimed at us each day. We should be on the ground praising God that we are awakened every day because we have so many arrays right now, biological, all types of weaponry um, aimed at us, psyops, you name it. It's named, it's aimed right for us, for every part of us. And not only that, that the people that we love, the animals, the beautiful, um, the beautiful sky, the waters. I mean, it's all, it's all been weaponized. Everything is weaponized right now, but we need to know that that our father in heaven holds the ultimate quiver and he has some things in his storerooms of heaven that he will rain down during this time to the people that hate him and go against him. And so we need to have confidence in that. Yeah. Not only did I uh, get terminated from YouTube and this is part and parcel to what we're talking about. It's not an accident. My Skype keeps interfering in our show. And my Skype is off. It's off. This phone here, right here, it's off. Uh, I've been on broadcast, and I'm going to go somewhere with this, I promise. But I've been on broadcast where my phone, sitting three feet away from me, began dialing my phone book. One time I'm interviewing Doug Thornton, my broadcast partner on the Intel Mm -hmm. Report, and it called Mike Kerr from Here the Watchman. And Mike answers, Dave, how are you? And I said, Mike, I promise I didn't call you. I'm, Doug and I are doing a show together, and my phone dialed you on its own. And Doug, see it happen. And we all made a big joke of it. But this happens a lot. And here's the interesting thing. You're talking about giving praise for the fact that the Lord is allowing us to put on the armor that he talks about to protect ourselves. And at that moment, we get interference in the show. In a key phrase you were just talking about with DNA, you went into a glitch on my end. Um, it's interesting how someone knows what we're doing, even though this is a pre-record. This happens all the time. People going to my website now, many of them are getting messages, this is unsafe, proceed at your own risk. Yeah, they don't want this yeah, out. I, they don't want this so- out there. They fear the Lord. That's... It's interesting. We go into this part of the discussion. They didn't touch us on directed energy weapons, but the minute you started talking about the Lord, then they throw in their interferences. Yes. And they'll scramble things. Like I've had articles, especially in the last few years, I they're, they're spell checked, they're meticulous, mm-hmm. go to the website the next day, and they're like scrambled eggs. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like a, nobody can read a thing. And it's and then I take it off, I put it back on, and it, it's just the game that we have to play. And I, they want to wear us down. This is the time, in, like it says in Daniel, the wearing down of the saints. We just have to be persevere. We have to have keep looking up and and just not let the enemy rob us of our joy our joy is going to carry us through terrible times ahead and we need we need that and it's believe me i get tired at the end of the day because it's like war 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 every single day from the minute you get up to the time you go to bed and you know you have to do things then you have to redo things and then you lose things and it's it's a war and we just have to realize that the day is coming we are working while there's light because the day and hour is coming when it will be dark and no man can worketh and so you and i are giving it the old college try even though we're a little past college age (laughs) we're still doing it and uh we're sharing truth and the gospel of jesus christ i want to say i'm an aging graduate student in this endeavor anyway um uh do you have a position on the rapture because i even talk to pastors that aren't sure what to think what do you think about the rapture so it's very interesting what i think you may agree you may not so when i look at thessalonians 
and I see that there's a person in the field and one is there and the one, one is taken. And then there's one in the house cooking and one is, and then one's taken, right? I look at it like, think about when you were not saved and you didn't get it or when you woke up. You're just going around doing your average everyday job. And then all of a sudden you realize who Jesus is. You were in a different reality, a different dimension than the people than you were before. You actually are in a, in God's dimension of eternity from that point on. And I believe that's why we have struggle. All of us struggle. We, we, there's people we love and we try and reach out to them and share the gospel or being awake and the truth that's out there. And we, there is like a brick wall. And the reason that is, is because we're in two dimensions and they're in one dimension and we're in the other. And we just, it, it is very hard to get through. And that's why CERN is doing portals to get through like little wormholes between dimensions. But somehow we have, as people of truth and as followers of Jesus Christ need to figure out the word, ask the Lord, what is our wormhole to, to connect and wake these people up? So that's my take on the rapture. So I don't think it is a rapture. I think it's, uh, I, yes, in the end, we do all go up and that is very interesting. We should do, um, a talk on that one time because it's modeled after the Jewish wedding and yeah. it's very beautiful. And, um, we can talk about that. We will go up and, you know, he takes us to the wedding banquet or the wedding feast of the lamb and, you know, we'll celebrate with wine and it, it will. It, it's very interesting. So we should have a discussion on that sometime. No, we, we should. And it's interesting the way you said go up, because the way I've had it explained to me is that we're going up as Jesus and his angels are coming down to end this nonsense on the planet. Maybe a little bit difficult uh, in Isaiah. It talks about Jesus actually before um, anything happens on the earth, like Armageddon. Um, he, the Jewish people figure out that Jesus is who he said he was. They go over to Basra and you can see he, his, he Jesus comes and his linens are all white, but the people, uh, the Jewish people see Jesus for who he is, repent in Basra, but they're trapped. And so Jesus treads the wine vat, the wine press alone, and he gets his white garments all bloodied in that battle. And then he goes over to the Mount of Olives. So we have to do a show on this. Absolutely. Well, we're just about out of time. Uh, So tell people how they can follow your good work. Okay, so you can subscribe at celestialreport.com. It really does help. These platforms are expensive. I get books that are sometimes $300 a book uh, to bring you the news that you need to know to make wise decisions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I do articles on shepherdsheart.life. And you can find my videos on Rumble, Brighteon, BitChute, just about everywhere, but not YouTube and not I can't be on Facebook. They they ousted me long ago. So, yeah, well, you know it's interesting. Um, my exit from YouTube came when I was discussing much more fervently. You're either on Team Jesus or Team Satan. There really is no in between. To cho- to not choose is to choose. And I'm looking at what I was covering. Not much different than the past, except I was interjecting more of the scripture, and that's why I think they went after me. Um, it's, it's interesting you'd say that. Well, we got to run for they turn the lights out on us, but I want to thank you. And we're going to come back. We've got follow up to do. You've got a massive slide presentation that's fascinating. And, uh, I want to do another show after that on what we started to open up here, which really is interesting. But Celeste, thank you so much for coming on. I know the audience is going to be really glad you did. Yeah, I'm glad I'm back. So <laughs> glad we both caught up with, with, with one another. So thank God you. bless you. God bless you. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more... Go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.